Hello and welcome to Frank Posen's Big Bad Podcast for April 11th, 2020. Don't forget to check out my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com. And also don't forget to check out my uh, second podcast, which is the big topic in women's MMA. Today, uh, sh- this on this one, Schwan Humes and myself discuss uh, uh, how can up-and-coming f- M- female fighters improve. Okay, have uh, four new videos up on the blog. Uh, the first one is from Monday Night's Raw. It is Asuka versus Liv Morgan. Uh, so Liv beat Natalia at the WrestleMania pre-show, and I guess they have plans for her, probably with Ruby Riot, but they haven't done much with that yet. Uh, I would describe this match as semi-competitive. Liv gets enough offense to look good, but I don't think anyone expected her to win, though commentary tries hard to sell that possibility. Asuka's selling included a couple of near falls, is as good as usual, but in the end, Asuka wins with the Asuka lock. The purpose was to put Liv over for the future. Okay, so uh, there's that video. We the second video is uh, Hikaru Shida versus Britt Baker from Wednesday's AEW Dynamite, and so the match gets off to a slow start, but it picks up steam, and overall it's really good. I'm not sold on Britt Baker. I don't think she's good enough in the ring. The way they're trying to sell, they're trying to sell her as a heel right now. And she needs work on her facial expression. She kind of has a blank look on her face half the time. And maybe that's why AEW turned her heel. So in the ring, she was behaving like a heel anyway. So the turning point of this match was when Hikaru gave Britt a bloody nose. Uh, The intensity increased from that point. So Hikaru won with a shining wizard. Uh, We don't know where this is going because AEW women's champion Nyla Rose hasn't been on TV lately. And I don't think she was at these tapings. So I don't know what they're going to do. The match was good. It's a big win for Hikaru. But, I mean, they've taped a whole bunch of matches, like, uh, I think for the next at least month, maybe longer than that. But I don't know uh, what they're going to do about this because uh, if Nyla Rose is not at the tapings then I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. Okay, third match is from uh, Wednesday's NXT show. It is this six-woman ladder match. Uh, The winner gets a shot at Charlotte Flair's NXT Women's Championship. So in the match, we have Io Shirai, Mia Yim, Candice LeRae, Tegan Knox, Dakota Kai with Raquel Gonzalez, and Chelsea Green with Robert Stone. Now, the main thing I wanted to see was what crazy stuff EO would do. Now, Chelsea was trying to avoid contact. And you have to understand, the gimmick they're doing with Chelsea is that she isn't any good, okay? And she's getting pushed, and Stone is treating, you know, she's trying to get, they're, they're trying to push her like she's actually something when she's actually, she's awful, <laughs> okay? And... I don't know if she's that bad or they're doing that deliberately. It's difficult to tell sometimes. Okay, I, her, her fanboys, holy mackerel, are they weird. Anyway, anyway. Now, um, one key spot had Raquel hoisting Dakota on her shoulders. She launches Io off the ladder, which Io turns into a crossbody on the floor. It's like she goes flying. Um, and another key spot has Mia nail Chelsea's knee with a chair. 
Look, it's a phony injury, but it leads to Stone climbing the ladder for her, and Eo and Candace knock him off and then climb the ladder. So they fight to the at the top, but Eo rakes Candace's eyes and dumps her onto another ladder. Then Eo grabs the briefcase for the win. So now she gets a title shot. And at the time, I thought it's going to be uh, taped this week. But uh, my understanding, well, I'm going to talk about the what the WWE is up to in a minute. Uh, can Eo beat Charlotte? Well, of course she can. But will the WWE let her win? They've shown in the past that they're not willing to do that. Okay. And the... Um, uh, fourth match up on my blog is from last night's SmackDown. It is Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss defending uh, the Women's Tag Team Championships against the Kabuki Warriors. It's typical of the WWE to do a WrestleMania rematch as a blow-off, so I did not expect a title change. And the big difference in this match is Alexa performed a lot better uh, than last week, and she let Nikki get the fall. So I guess she was yelled at for sh- woofing all her moves, and this happens a lot with her, okay? She gets yelled at, and then in, in the next match, she performs a lot better. But you got to really keep on top of her. You know, if they insist on using her as a wrestler, they need to wrangle her better. That's a film term, I guess. But they need to, to wrangle her better so she doesn't screw up so much. Because uh, she's just inconsistent. I mean, we know she's not really a wrestler. We know she's not really an athlete. But if you, you, you kind of uh, talk to her, she'll behave better. But she seems to like to, to, you know, she seems to forget how to wrestle when you don't talk to her about it, right? At least that's the impression I get. So the Kabuki Warriors got so much offense in early in the match, I knew they were losing. And then there also seemed to be a, some timing issues, a lot of waiting around for something to happen. That happened a couple of times with Asuka. So now that it's over... I mean, a Kabuki Warriors split wouldn't surprise me. And how about reuniting Kyrie Sane and o- and Io Shirai? Okay, so that's the four videos up on the blog. Be sure to check them out at frankp316.blogspot.com. Okay, so last night it was announced that the WWE would not be taping matches at the Performance Center. Instead, what they're going to be doing is they're going to be um, running um, Raw... NXT, and SmackDown live, okay? Uh, This decision apparently was made yesterday. Uh, Why are they making this decision? It may have to do with, um, you know, the TV contracts that they have with uh, NBC and Fox, uh, guaranteeing a certain number of live programming, certain amount of live programming. Um, You know, I'm not really sure. Um, that's the speculation that Dave Meltzer uh, uh, brought in. But we don't really know for sure. You never know with Vince McMahon. I mean, he could change his mind tomorrow and anything's possible. It's not that big of a deal to do the shows live as opposed to doing the shows taped, except that you're asking talent to, to come to Orlando for a few days and then... Um, go home for the weekend or something like that. And at least when you tape them all in a block, like in, in two or three days, then you can, you know, tape enough matches, okay? You can tape enough matches uh, for, let's say, three, four weeks. So talent can go home for three, four weeks. So to me, 
I mean, it's not, you know, there's no crowd anyway, okay? So I'm not sure, you know, quality-wise it makes any difference where it's live or it's, it's recorded. It really doesn't matter that much. Uh, so I kind of like taping them better only because at least the wrestlers get to go home for an extended period, whereas if you're taping, if you're, record, you're doing it live all the time, they can't do that. So that's the, the big difference as far as I'm concerned. So who knows how long this will last, okay? Maybe he'll change his mind. Maybe Vince will change his mind again. I don't know. But I thought it was kind of odd that he changed his mind in the first place. But he has his reasons, man. That's all I can say. Okay, let's uh, quickly talk about the uh, UFC. Uh, you may have heard uh, UFC 249, which was supposed to happen at the Tachi Palace in California, has now been canceled. And um, apparently, according to the New York Times, the way it got canceled is that California Governor Gavin Newsom uh, contacted um, uh, Disney directly. And he told them that he wanted that show canceled. And so Disney, uh, I don't know if it was ESPN, but I suspect it was the higher, uh, higher up at Disney. Uh, or, or it had to be a higher up or White would not have canceled it. Okay, So either somebody at ESPN or at Disney, more likely at Disney, uh, called Dana White and told him basically he, they wanted the show canceled, the UFC 249 canceled. And so that's what he's done. And, uh, you know, who did, he, who, did, who did Newsom speak to? Well, uh, they just made a change in the uh, uh, chairman's office, so I imagine that's who he spoke to. But, um, you know, that's what it takes to get a show canceled. Now, White says that they're still doing the private island thing. So in about a month, the private island will be ready and they're going to be doing shows there. I'm not kidding. That's what he's going to do. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. Anyways, that's about it for today. Uh, be back probably uh, next Friday, I would imagine. I don't expect Oscar or Kyrie to appear on SmackDown anymore now that they don't have the titles still go back to Raw. But um, I don't know what's going to be on this week as far as the WWE is concerned. They haven't said anything. Um, like I said, the UFC is kind of uh, uh, in, um, in uh, limbo right now. So uh, again, uh, check out those videos on my blog, frankp316.blogspot.com. And don't forget as well to check out my other podcast, The Big Topic in Women's MMA. Uh, new one up, uh, the new one up every week. And this week's is uh, when, how do uh, up-and-coming female fighters improve? And uh, it's about uh, 30 minutes long, a little longer than that. So if you have any uh, questions or comments for either of my blogs or my pod, either of my podcasts or my blog, you can leave them on Anchor's voicemail. If you would like to subscribe to the podcast, you can do so at Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Have a good week. We'll talk to you later.